today. Uh, thank you for coming back and joining us in another episode of About Fate. Uh, today I have my brother. I've said my brother a lot on these episodes. People are going to just think I'm saying it. But this is also <laughs> my brother <laughs> for, for a while now, right? Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, Sam Bookman. I'm not going to call you Samuel. I'm going to say Sam, if that's fine with you. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> Sam, yeah. Sam, how you doing today, man? Doing good, man. Doing real good. This is definitely my brother from, as they say, another mother. I don't know if anybody say it anymore, but <laughs> but <laughs> it's definitely my brother. Um, and uh, I just wanted to, i just like to jump right in, if that's okay with you. Let's do it. All right. Uh, mind telling everybody a little bit about yourself, you know, where you come from, if you grow up in church. Um, just explain to us like your whole the whole like Samuel Bookman's like childhood experience. What was that like? Yeah, I definitely grew up in church. Yeah. Um, you know, come from just a strong family background, strong yeah. church background, and um, you know, going to full gospel holy temple. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our, our church, the greatest church I know. Right, right. For sure. Um and it's at least top two. It might not be two. Oh man, <laughs> it's number one, man. Right, right. Number one. <laughs> you know, a lot of people will say that. Yeah, you know, yeah, about yeah. their church, but I really believe it. I really, uh, yeah, I uh, really believe that. You say you so you grew up strong background, strong church with um, strong church background. Um, all your life, just knowing that's all you knew. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, my parents were in the church, mm-hmm. and. You know, ever since I was born, they took us to church. Right. Um, and that's that's one thing that I count myself blessed, you right. know. Um, and one thing that I appreciate right. is, number one, the ministry that, that I grew up in. Right. With, with full gospel, Apostle Obiz Murray, right. you know, growing up, um, hearing the word of God, hearing a, a, a true word of God from a true ministry. A lot of people don't get that. A lot right. of people... Right. Yeah. Can't say that. Right. Um, and, and just knowing the truth, you know, yeah. hearing the truth of God's word right. from a child up, right. you know. Um, and then my parents, like I said, they they raised us in church. Yeah. And it really means something for to have parents that not only take you to church, but that live the life outside of church. Right. And set that example, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, me being a parent now right. uh, with, with two young kids, yeah. uh, my son Daniel is, is three going on four, it'll be yeah. four in April right. and I got a baby girl now, Samantha, yeah. she's uh, nine months now. Yeah. She'll be one in May. Time flying by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, um, you know, as parents we we have to model for our children right because what you see growing up right. is, is what you're going to emulate mm-hmm. you know um and just me growing up you know having apostle teach the word and be that example of a man of god mm-hmm. but then to see my parents Outside, of, yeah, reinforcing out, out, yeah, yeah, outside of church, reinforcing it and actually living it, right? You know, um, man, I, I, I can talk about my dad all day and my mom. We got time, you go ahead, yeah, you know, like 
um, just just seeing my dad, like, um, he was just diehard. A diehard Christian, you know. um, Real Christian. Yeah, real. I never had a chance to meet him, but, man, to this day, people still say good things. Always, it's like, like man, it was a preaching man. <laughs> like they always, you still hear like good things being said about him. So you know that he was a upstanding man, right? Like I know that. Just and I never had a chance to meet him, but I'm like, obviously he was a man of character. Mm-hmm. He was a real man of God. But people still to always still say stuff like great stuff about somebody like that. So I didn't cut you off. But no, y'all good. Y'all yeah. good. Um, but you know, like. We, we go out on the streets, you know, right, right, we, we've right. done ministry together, right. you know, and um, like my background, the streets, you know, doing street ministry, right, right, right. it kind of came natural to me because I grew up seeing my dad do street ministry yeah. and um, he would, he would run revivals, street yeah. revivals, like with some of the other elders. Right. And he would take me and my brother with him, you know? Yeah. Like uh, running tent revivals. Yeah. You know, um, going out on the street. And so I would see him go out, preach the word, witness. Uh, man, I, I remember one time, it, it could be anywhere, you know, and he'll just witness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I remember one time, um, it was me, my dad, and my brother. We were like his road dogs, you yeah. know? He, he took us <laughs> everywhere. Um, but one time we went to, um, the pawn shop, mm-hmm. right? So we were just going into the store and this guy walked out and he just started talking to him. He was like, Hey, you know, how you doing? And he was like, do you know the Lord? And yeah. just, just went in, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, like what are you, you don't even know this guy. What are you doing? You know? I love it. But, you know, he was just like that. He just, he lived it to the core, you know. Um, and that, that upbringing, you know, it really, it really set me up. Right. You know, for being able to know uh, the power of God and right. to know that God is real. Right. And, and then hearing his testimony. Yeah. Of you know how he was before he got saved, yeah. And you know, growing up as a kid, like night and day, like I don't even know, you know, you know that you, yeah. You used to run the streets, you used to drink, you used to do all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know no, anything about that. Never saw it. Yeah, that's crazy. So I mean, that's awesome to see. Like that—that that was an example um, set forth in your home too of what it means to be a real Christian. You just didn't hear it at church, but you saw it even at home. You heard it and you saw it even at home. Right. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure that had a big impact on your life growing up. Um, so growing up, like, did you, was it just going to church for you still? Or did, when did you, like, did you have a relationship with God early on? Or, like, what was it that eventually, like, when you started to see, um, like, hey, I need to get a real relationship? So at first it was just going to church because my parents said we got to go to church. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and, this and what we do this will be this is where I'm supposed to be. So yeah, yeah, yeah you gonna go to church. <laughs> yeah. We going to church. So yeah, bring your homework. You got homework. <laughs> bring it with you. Yeah. Um. So I mean that's that's how it started out, you know, and that was that was back in the day when we had Tuesday night, Thursday night. Yeah, and I don't even know anything about that because I wasn't at. Uh, 
the headquarters. Yeah. When y'all had the oh, five services, right? Yeah. I wasn't there for that. It's so I was asking. I like I I never knew what I mean. What was Thursday night? Like what happened? What was different about Thursday night? Somebody said it was surprise night or something like that. Like, yeah, Thursday like, Thursday night used to be surprise night, um, but it it was a regular church service, just just like Tuesday night. Yeah, you know Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday right. morning, Sunday night, and you know growing up as a kid and and you in school and uh, you know you in the neighborhood, you playing and stuff, and yeah. all the other kids get to stay out there, and you gotta go to church. Yeah. Come on, let's let's get ready to go to church. And you know you got kids asking why you go to church so much. <laughs> I know. You know. I'm pretty sure you're like, what is, what is going on? I don't know, man. They just tell me to go. I have to go. So yeah. as a kid, sometimes I pre- I, I look back and I'm like, I didn't have the answers for other kids. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, we go to church. Man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, what we do. Yeah, you know, and, and that's how it was. You know, and you know we we hoop. You know, we play play basketball. You yeah. know, we love to play. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you see the other kids playing and. Um, you know, I had a little game back in the day. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you ain't got it no more? Nah, man. It's, I'm <laughs> it's retired, long ago. You were tired? Yeah. I'm, I hung it up. <laughs> but, uh, but back then, you know, like, um, you know, we would play at yeah. recess and things like that. So right. the other kids could see my game and then like the coaches could see my game. Yeah. And they were like, Hey, why don't you join the team? You know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah, we got church. You know, <laughs> yeah. go talk today. Like, nah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna miss church. Yeah, you know. So, but it started out as going because my parents right took us. Um, but it came a point when God just started dealing with me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, growing up. In a true ministry like full gospel, yeah. you know the word because it's preached night in and night out. Yeah, you know what the truth is. You know right. what it is. And but in Sunday school, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make sure these Easter plays and Christmas plays yep. are accurate. Yep. <laughs> so you get you, to act it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you see it all everywhere. You participate, so you know, like you, like you say, you do know what's right. You know what's right from wrong. So. Um, and it's as a as a big thing that sticks with you growing up. You may not know, you may not understand everything, but you do understand the main thing. Yep, I'll say that. So, yep. Yeah, you said while you was growing up and you knew the truth, um, so eventually, I guess it just started to, uh, what you said, God start dealing with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it just came a point when um, God just really started dealing with me. And, um, I'll say, you know, so I lost my dad when I was 15. So I was, I was 15 years old and my, my dad, um, my dad passed away Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, it was, that was really the starting point of, of God dealing with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just came like, you know, God just started it just came, became real for me. Yeah. You know, um, it's, you know, like the Bible says, no man can come to the father except, uh, or come to the son, except the father draw him, Yeah, you know? And 
it's just the spirit of God dealing with me. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like I don't know how to describe it. Was it like one of those situations where like Isaiah and your king as I died, I also saw the Lord like because like I feel like I want to say like I want to say a crutch because he taught like he taught you so much that like you're like man I need this for myself and maybe like something where it's like if I want to see him again I know he went to heaven yeah. I need to get this for myself. Was it something like that? Or? That's that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But another part is I'm the type of person that I don't like for people to, to make me do something. Oh, man. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I've always been stubborn like that. Yeah. You know, um, if you, like, tell me I have to do it, I'm most likely not going to do it. I know, especially if you know, give me a reason. Like, just, yeah. just telling me, hey, dude, I'm like, why? Especially if I'm like, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> you do this, like, but why? Yeah. And so, I'm a why person. So, it made sense when you say that. Like, don't just, don't just try to make me do something. Yeah. Like, show me why. <laughs> I, I, I've said this like a couple times. It has to make sense to me. So, yeah. And maybe, I guess that's the same thing. Like, it just has to make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's part of it, and I remember one time uh, my dad and I had a had a conversation one time, and uh, he was like, "He was like, when are you gonna get saved?" Oh, man. And I was like, "I don't know." He was like, "Don't you know if you die right now, you're gonna go to hell?" It's like, "Yeah." Then why don't you get saved? It's like, "Cause I'm not ready." Mm. It was just as I was always one of those people that I saw other people who just for lack of a better term, just played around with God. Yeah. You know, people that weren't really serious about living for God, but um, they would, they would be in and out. They would be wishy-washy. Right. And I, I have always been the type of person, if I'm in, I'm all in. Right, right, right. right. If I'm out, I'm out. Right. And I always said, I don't want to be one of those type of people that play around with it, that right. play around with God, that's not serious about it. Right. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. And so that's that's how I was. I was like, if I'm going to live safe, I'm going to live safe. Right. If I'm not, I'm not. Right. Um. So... It just it just came to that point where where God was like, you know, it's it's time, it's time, yeah. you know, uh, and it's that's you know, living for God is giving your life to God is all about making a decision. It is, you know, um, it's a choice, a conscious choice, too. a conscious choice. Right? Yeah, it, it's it's not, you know, once you make that decision, you know. You know, Bible says God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Right. You know, once you make that decision, God has made his spirit available to you. Yeah. Once you make that decision, God has given you everything that you need to yeah. live that life. Yeah. Nobody can turn you back. Yeah. If, if you if you make that choice for yourself. Yeah. Nobody can stop you. Yeah. It, it's just it's no excuse. Right. You know, you do it or you don't. Yeah. And, and that's true too like cause I think so many people like are talking to uh, someone else and they were saying like people trying to make excuses of like, all sin I'm like first of all we, we quote that scripture wrong first of all pe- most people quote that scripture wrong but like 
So why would God need to save you if he couldn't keep you saved, right? Like, so he's giving me, he's going to give me everything to stay saved. And so when he, he saves you, he expects you to go all the way. God doesn't save you expecting you to go that's back, right. right? Like, that's not his expectation for, for your salvation or having, you having to go back to the things he delivered you from. Because that would say that God is not an all-powerful God. <laughs> like, right. It would say so many things about God that yeah. would not make him God. Yeah, and that's what what you're really saying. If you say that it is impossible for me to live a holy life or a saved life, what you're really saying is Satan has more power than God has. Yeah. Because you're saying if I can't control it, the devil can make me do it, so God doesn't have enough power to keep me saved. Yeah, he doesn't. And you're saying, yeah. And yeah, like, like if not, you know, what is it? Yin yang is like equal... They equal evil, equal good. Yeah. But it's not like that. Even like like you said, if you're saying it the other way, you're saying that Satan has more power. He has more power than the enemy. They're not even equal, right? Right. So, and th- there's no equal ground for him. So it's either God has all power, he can keep you, or Satan has more power and God can't keep you. Yeah. So it's like, it's either or. Like, it's not both. So I like that. That was a whole, we just went off on a whole good tangent, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> we had to help somebody. Um, do you remember the like the actual day when you finally surrendered? Like, was it a church service? Was it at home in your room? Like, when was it at? Yeah, yeah, it was a church service. Um, it was on a Saturday night. And, and like I said, it's a conscious decision. Right. It was like, I I made, the, I actually made the decision that I'm ready Yeah. to make that choice Yeah. on that night. And I remember Apostle Murray was preaching and he, the, his message that night was anything that you want from God, you can receive it tonight. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a hellfire and brimstone type of message. Right. You know, you're going to hell if you don't, it wasn't that type. It was just whatever you want from God tonight, you can receive it. Which includes salvation. Which includes salvation. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. Yeah. You know, it, it was, I made that conscious choice that yeah. I, because honestly, even, even as a kid, I wanted to serve God. Yeah. You know, even growing up, like knowing who God was, learning about who God was. Yeah. And knowing that he's an all powerful being and, and just knowing the truth. I wanted to serve God, right? but I knew I had to come to a point where I was ready to serve him so I could do it all the way, Yeah, you know, and that, that's what it was for me. And, you know, I made that choice and, you know, gave my life to God that night, you know, and then, the rest is history. How long ago with that? How many years has it been? That was... About to make yourself sound old, Sam. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting up there, man. I, I'm... Uh, that was in 1996. Ooh, wait. So almost what's the, 25 it, years, right? 26? Almost 25 years. So it'll be it'll be 25 years next month because it was March. It was March 23rd. Oh man, that's amazing. That's 1996. Wonderful. That's wonderful. I know. That's also that's two things, like you said. We were just talking about. So it shows that God has the power to also keep you safe. He's going to give you everything you need to stay safe. When you right. came out the prayer room, did the walls look new? <laughs> you know what? I honestly I can't say that. Yeah. You know, it you know. It just 
everybody, you know, the people that say, you know, my hands look new and look, yeah. looked at my feet, my yeah. feet look new too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't an earth shattering, you know, experience for me. Yeah. But like I said, it was a choice. Yeah. It was, it was a decision, you know, and that one thing, one thing that I used to think is that being saved was almost like automatic, you know, like you get saved and you give your life to God and it's just like, just going to flow, you know, it's just going to happen. And you like, you don't have to do anything after you get saved because you saved, you know, you say you got the Holy Ghost, it's just going to happen, you know, but it's not like that. You have to put some work with it. Put some work with it. Yeah. I mean, it's faith, and faith without work is dead. dead. <laughs> so yeah. you still have to put some work. Every day you still have to make the conscious decision to stay safe. That's right. And I don't think, so it's not just a one-time thing. It's every day I wake up, I make the conscious decision, like, I want to continue to live for the Lord. So, yeah. you know, it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever. I'm making that decision every day. Hey, God, today I'm going to serve you. <laughs> no. That's right. And when I go to bed, I'm, I'm gonna thank you for keeping me today. Yeah. And then tomorrow, when I wake up, I'm gonna say the same thing. Hey, God, today, thank you for waking me up. I'm gonna serve you today again. Like yeah. that's just how that's how I, that's how I take my my walk day at a time. And then you look up and you're like, I'll be like Sam. I have 25 years. What made me think like what you said was a perfect like thing to like segue into the next um, question I had. So you get saved and, you know, you think it's going to be automatic. You think everything is going to be good. And sometimes when you first get saved, everything is just, like, perfect. Yeah. It's like God is just, like, <laughs> just just picking you up and gliding you through life. You know what I mean? At that yeah. point. But then eventually trials come. Yeah. You know what I mean? We know it, it happens, right? And, um, and, and you, and then it's like, it's like when the, when the, I don't want to say a real trial because of, you know, a trial is a trial, right? But yeah. when a trial comes, it's like you know it. That first one, or whenever the one that shakes you, right? One, it's like it becomes make or break time again. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, everybody's different. Everybody does have those ones where they feel like it was like the fight of their life or something, right? Um, do you have any like experiences like that that you can share with the people? Um, you know, just like maybe what it was, and you know, how did you overcome them, or how did God bring you through it? So, I would say. Honestly, the biggest trial that I faced in my life was losing my father. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually happened before I got saved. Yeah. But it was something I still had to deal with after I got saved. Trials of life, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I would say, um, you know, there's there's a scripture that says that God is a father to the fatherless. Yeah. Um, and that scripture really became real for me mm-hmm. just throughout my life. Yeah. You know, uh, my, my dad, and I got to throw my mom in there too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. My mom and dad, I'm talking a lot about my dad, but yeah, yeah. it's like, man, I, I, our fathers just have such a powerful influence, you right. know, in our, in our lives. Um, but they gave us such a strong foundation. Um, and then after they left, or after he left, mm-hmm. um, it's like 
I, I you know, you don't have that covering yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, from from your dad. But giving my life to the Lord and understanding that God is my father. Right. You know, even though my earthly father is not here anymore, right. I have a heavenly father. Yeah. And he's real. Right. Like he actually will speak to you. Yeah. You know, he 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 and and when I look at where I am now, yeah, today, and I look back over like everything that I've come through and come to this point, I see God's hand. Mm-hmm. You know, I see God's hand in all of it. Yeah. Um, you know, you you come to those different situations where you you know you think like, man, I, I wish I had my dad here so I could ask him this question. Yeah. You know, what what would you do? What should I do? Yeah. You know, but guess what? I have God. Yeah. I can get down on my knees and I yeah. can, I can pray and I can ask God for guidance. I can, I can Take get all his your word. curves and cast. He, he asked you to cast all your curves upon me so I can give it all. Whatever's, whatever's concerning me. Yeah. God wants to know about it. And people are like, well, he, he's all knowing. He should always know. But. Sometimes you just need to confess it to God, right? Like, I need to bring it to God and at least say, hey, God, you know what I mean? This is what I'm dealing with. Like, make make your request known. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, God, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I need help with. And like you said, he will talk to you. He will be a father to you. Um, and he will, like, somebody that you feel like you can go to anytime you need, getting on your knees. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I, I've seen that just – just all throughout my life, just, um, you know, just learning. It really taught me how to depend on God yeah, and how to follow his guidance right. for my life. And that's, that's the way I live my life ever since I've been saved is I don't, I don't make any major decisions without consulting God, yes. without knowing or understanding what, God's will is for my life, and, and that's that's how I live my life. I love that. You want to talk more about that? I think people can learn from that, like make learning how to make those, not make those decisions until you talk to God, especially major decisions, right? Like, yeah, I ain't saying, I ain't saying what you gonna eat. I mean, you can still ask God what, what yeah. you gonna eat. Like, you know what I mean? You can do that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can ask like, God anything, yeah. you know. But, uh, but I, I think that hearing you say that, you don't mind like giving us more on that, like, you know, what brought you to that point of like, hey man, like. I want to make every major decision with God and just like how has that benefited you throughout your walk with God? Um, so I'm, I'm going to go to one of the biggest decisions you can make in life, right? Yeah. Getting married, oh, right? Yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so shout out to my wife, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in, in making the decision to get married, like, um, so I was I was at a point in my life I was just really seeking God just for the more of him just like cuz when you're single you know you have all the time in the world to devote to ministry just serving God you sure do <laughs> <laughs> Because um, people don't want to say it but once you get married like even if you don't have kids like I don't have kids but you still have to Find time to get to your spouse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even you know what I mean. Like, you can't just be like, like as a minister. Like, my wife isn't a minister, but I, I am. Like, I can't just be like, oh, I'm about to pray. 
every day, every time she's like, hey, well, I'm going to go out to eat. No, I'm going to go pray. I can't do that, right? <laughs> yeah. I still have to give time to my spouse. But when you're single, you can be like, I'm about to pray. I'm about to spend time with God. I'm about to, like, it wasn't nobody else I had to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, when you're single, man, you got all the time in the world to devote to God. The Bible says that, right? Um, I was the scripture. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, I know, I know it's, it's Paul. Paul talks about it. Oh, my God. That's going to bother me for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, but yeah. Just go um, back and splice it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it just like that. I have to be authentic. <laughs> so, But yeah, I can't remember what the Bible talks about that. Um, yeah, it's, it oh, says oh when, you're, when you're single, you think about how to please God. Yes. And when yeah. you get married, you think about the things of the world, how to please your wife. Yes, you're right. right. That's what it is. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, That's something like paraphrasing. that. We paraphrasing. Well, yeah, they get the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you were saying, so that was one of the biggest seasons you were just... Trying yeah. to seek the more of God. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't, you know, at that point, I wasn't thinking about, like, getting married or, you know, trying to find somebody or anything like that. Um, But it was just in seeking God, you know, just in, in prayer, right. you know. And, um, you know, I would, I would be praying and... Not to get too deep or anything like that. Yeah. But like this, <clears throat> this girl's, this young lady's face would just, just come up before me in prayer. Had you, you know? ever talked to her before then? I had never, I didn't know her name. <laughs> I hadn't talked to her. I seen her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I seen her at church, but I never paid attention to her. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, it happened. It happened several times, like several different times when I was like not thinking about that at all, just praying, yeah. you know, just praying to God. And it would just be like her face would come up. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what, what are you trying to what are you trying to tell me? God? Yeah. Um, so when, when that started happening, yeah. then I was like, I started watching her then. Yeah. You know, I started paying attention to her. I'm like, oh, OK. You know, like I like the way she carries herself. Yeah, and, right. Like, hmm. And then, you know, um, after that, you know, I just later on approached her and like Denzel, like you were like, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we actually met the first time at at the camp. Okay. I was on the Fourth of July. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That that was the first time we met, um, and it was just. Casual, casual yeah, conversation, yeah. you know, not, not, um, you know what? God showed me that you were going to be my wife. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah, anything yeah, yeah. deep like that. It's just, you know, just casual conversation we met. And I was like, okay, I like her. She's, she's, she's nice. She's, you know. Did you, did you keep praying about it even though, like after that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. And, you know. It was just, it was through that, that God showed me that she was the one, yep. you know, and uh, we we came to that point. And, and guess what? God showed her too. So he was showing her the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And so that's another thing too. Like, you don't have to tell them. I don't have to tell you God showed me. Exactly. If she's the one for you, vice versa, God's going to show both parties. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to make sure. And that's how we can know that what God joined together. 
we're not gonna let anybody else put us apart, right? So, That's right. <laughs> like, and you know what? If I had come come in with that, oh God told me that you are my wife. Yeah, it would have turned her off. Like it wouldn't yeah. happen because she was the type of person that we have to. I, I have to date you for at least a year. Yeah, before you even try to propose to me or anything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, let God work it out. So, I, I yeah, like, let God lead you. Yeah, I love it. And you, like you said, like it was a major decision for both of y'all, and God showed both of y'all. So God will always He cares about us, even to the smallest details. And yeah, you know, don't try, don't teach you how to get on your knees and like put the thoughts in your head and say, God, put that there. Right, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Don't don't try this. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Just swear the Lord and let the yeah, Lord let yeah. the Lord lead and guide you. That's that was, right. That was the point. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. You just you just serve God. You you put your all into serving God, and God will, in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and yep. He will direct your. He path. will literally direct your path. That's that, and that's a that story to me is like that's the scripture that popped into my head when you first started telling the story, and I was just like, man, this is like really. God yeah. directing somebody's path yeah. into a major decision. Um, yeah, you know, I can give you another one. Yeah, um, uh, you know, just talking about decisions, just in my career. Mm-hmm. You know, just just seeing how God has just worked my life out in my career. Um, I was, uh, you know, I went I went through college and everything. Yeah, got my bachelor's. Yeah, and then I was working at this lab. Mm-hmm. It was it was a microbiology lab. And I worked there for like eight years, and I knew that wasn't the end of what I wanted for my career. Right. Um, and it came through. Um, it came to a point where, like the the word, the messages that were coming across the pulpit, yeah, were like um, directing me to go a different path, mm. to to take a different direction. Right. Um, and I remember one time it was uh Pastor Jonathan Halton. Yeah. He was preaching, he was preaching a message, and um he said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting different results. Yeah. So he said that and it hit me. And then Elder Caston. Yeah. <laughs> came back and he preached a message or he said something similar. Right. Like the same thing. Right. In his message. So I was like, man. And so when that when God just started speaking to me, then it just hit me and I was like, I really started thinking about it. And I remember it was one one night, like I just couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't sleep at all that night. Mm-hmm. And God was just dealing with me and, and it was just like, you need to do something different. So at that point I made the decision, I need to go back to school uh-huh. and further my education Yeah. Um, and to, to be able to create a path to do something different. Right. Um, so. Faith with works. That's a yeah, good. Put, working. put some work <laughs> with your faith, you know, and, and so. In order to, I was going to apply for a master's degree right. program. Um, in order to apply for it, um, 
I had to get my transcripts released. Mm-hmm. And there was a fee for that. Yeah. To get it, get my transcripts released. Um, and this was before even applying, you know, before you could even apply to get accepted. <laughs> you have to pay this. Yeah. yeah. You, have, you have to, you know, it's this certain fee that you have to pay. And the amount that I had to pay to be able to release my transcripts, yeah. I would have to empty out my account oh, man. to pay it. So I'm like, don't even know if I'm going to get accepted or not. I know. It's like literally like stepping out of the boat onto the water. Right. (laughs) Stepping out on faith. You know, I have have this word from God that, you know, to to step out. Right. And it's like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be accepted or not. Do I do it or do, do I not? Right. But I had a word from God, so I had to step out on it. Yeah. You know? And so I did it. Yeah. And... Got the transcripts released. I got, I applied. Uh, and it was like, when I, when I had made that decision, the deadline was like, maybe like a month away. It was right. like real, it was close. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I did it. I applied. I got accepted to the program. And, uh, you know, God bless me. I went through it. And, Got my master's. And then as a um, part of the master's, we had to do an internship. Yeah. So I had a full-time job. Yeah. I'm married now, right? Oh, man. So I got a full-time job. I'm married. Um, and I'm like, and I have to do an internship. Most internships are not paid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Most of them, you you just volunteering. Yeah. So I'm like, God, you, you got you to gotta help me, you know? Um, and so... It, it just so happened that an internship opportunity opened up uh, that was paid. Oh, man. Yeah, and it was like the same amount of money that I was making on my full-time job at the time. Oh, man. Yeah, and so I was like, all right, thank you, Lord. So Yeah, God directing yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so I got the internship. Um, but the internship was... It was like a three-month, I think it was a three-month internship, right? Yeah. So, it's temporary. Yeah. It's not even so, cool. once again, I'm stepping out of the boat, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I got to finish this degree. Yeah. And, I, you know, I want to go a different path, you know? You had one foot out to start, and you had that one foot still in the boat. You had to put the whole other foot yeah. <laughs> to get out of there. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get all the way out. Yeah. Um. So... So I um I got the internship. It was three it was a three month internship. Yeah. So I did that. I left my other job right. to do the internship. Right. And uh so when I was there, all right, so the master's program that I was a part of, it was four of us yeah. got accepted for the internship. Yeah. All right. Um, so it was four of us and we were working at this company and, um, I, so two of us were in on the side with, um, the corporate group. Mm -hmm. The other two were on the side with the manufacturing group. Yeah. So it just so happened that the side that I was on. My my desk was right across from 
the head, the global head of the department. <laughs> yeah. So, and then also, yeah. I'm coming from a background where I, I was already a professional because yeah. I worked a job. I knew how to work. Right, right. Some right. of the other people were like treating it more like an internship. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I treated it like a job. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is my livelihood. I got a wife to support. I got a family to support. I'm, I'm putting my all into it. Right. But God, he gave me favor. Like right. he, he put me. I'm like right across from this person that is making the, the, the calling the shots. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she, she's making all the decisions, and you know, she sees my work ethic. You know, and she's like, you know what? We're gonna extend your internship. Yeah. So they kept extending me. Kept extending me. Um, and it would have to be like a few months at a time. And they were like, they got to the point where they made a new position, creating a new position. And it, and she was like, we want you to have this position. So I got hired on full time. They created it. <laughs> created a position. So, so, so rewind to that time when I had to make that choice. Right. Yeah. And I had to empty out my account. And make this decision based on something that real fate. Yeah, I have the real. Not just talking now. It's like, am I gonna really? You got the like you said. You got the word twice. Yeah, and now it was time to act and and see God. And then that and I'm listening to that story and the whole thing, the whole time I was listening to that, the thing that just kept. Like I just like man, look at Jesus. He's like the master orchestrator. <laughs> like, oh my god, the master orchestrator. Like you say, like he fixed everything to where even down to having you sit by, and then having them create a job for you. Yeah, <laughs> like master orchestrator. And that's that's why it is so beneficial to know God. Number no, one, but, right? I mean, he is the master of the universe. Right? You know he. Knows all. He's all powerful. Right. He's all. He sees the whole picture. Right. You know. He knows where to put you. So why would I not yeah. trust God? Why would I not seek God's face? I love it. Yes, sir. You know. So man, just like so. That's that's why I say. You know, when I when I look at my life, when I look at my life, I see God's hand and I see Him directing me. But it's because. I seek his face and, you know, I I don't want to go out on my own and just make decisions just because I feel like it's a good idea. Yeah. You know, Apostle Herman always says, you know, um, you, you don't need a good idea. You need a God idea. Yeah. You know. That needs to be on a t-shirt. Yeah, they should do that. Somebody to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, that's a good. That, that's, Hopefully, that's, he listens to that. Maybe yeah. he'll make it. <laughs> make it a t-shirt. For TK, him. we need to make a t-shirt. We need a t-shirt. That. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I love it. Um, uh, you being a musician, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. We haven't talked about you playing the drums or anything. Yeah, <laughs> and you sing. They don't probably don't know that either. Uh, <laughs> I know that from working in ministry together, but they yeah. probably don't know that. Um, but. Uh, any songs like I know we stand on the word of God and you gave us a perfect example of standing on the word of God any songs that are just sometimes songs just come with you right you're like man I'm dealing with this situation and yeah it's just speaking to your heart right? a good godly song it yeah. just speaks to your heart sometimes while, you, while you're going through your situation you have anything like that any songs uh, when I think about the songs that encourage me I don't I don't know about like one 
particular song, but for me, praise and worship. All right, so you said one song, particular song, um, things about praise and worship song? Yeah, yeah. For me, like, praise and worship music, like, and the reason I say that is, and what I'm talking about is songs that just talk about God, just yeah, talk yeah. about yeah. how awesome God is, yeah. how great God is, yeah. you know, not not just asking God for things or not not sitting here wallowing in my situation, yeah. you know, thinking about where I am, yeah. but looking to God and looking at praising God. Yeah. You I know, the Meet Me Me song. There's one I was going to say, guys, I said. <laughs> I, was, I was ready to say it. I was like, man, I'm about to say this song. But I hate, I hate it. I don't want people, I don't want to be at church and then people, they sing it and then people look at me. So, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say it. I hate it. I hate it. I, I just hate songs that are like, me, me, me. Yeah. And not like, like about God and reverencing God. Because I believe if, if like we sing to him and big up God, Yes. That's what opens the door for, and that to me, that creates the atmosphere for God to come down in. Like, what do you want? What are you going to me to do? Right? Like, yeah. It's almost like I don't want to. I don't have a better way to describe it, but like stroking the ego. I don't yeah. Know. I just only way I can think of to like make it. But it's like I'm not trying to manipulate God, but I just want God to know like I appreciate Him so much, and I just hate songs that are not like just talking about me. Yeah, what, what what I can get as opposed to talking about how good God is. Yeah, and and the other thing is it it takes the focus off of you. Yeah, if I'm dealing with a hard situation, you know, something that I I just you know feel like I'm gonna die or yeah, just yeah, yeah, just yeah, real right. terrible situation, and I'm just constantly thinking about what I'm in and and how terrible it is, how bad it is, right. I'm just going to go further and further down, right. you know, but if I focus on God right. and I focus on his power, right. uh, I focus on how great he is, right. how big he is, right. you know, it takes the focus off of me. And that's when God can really start to work. He can. He can. He can. I love it. Um, uh, you already, I mean, you kind of cover a lot. Like you already talked about spiritual I want to say spiritual and natural heroes talking about like your father, your brother, yeah. like how, how how influential they were on your life. And, um, but uh, is there any like you have any like trips or anything that you experienced that had a big spiritual impact on you? Anything like that? Um, because that's some wonderful things. Like so, like, me and my wife we went to place we started seeing like mountains. I had never been to like Colorado. Okay. We, we went from Texas. We don't see mountains. <laughs> and so like as I started to like we wanted to make it a road trip. We were just like we want to see the scenery. So we decided to drive. That was just our thing. Yeah. Um and when you start seeing like the landscape and like all the different like it's like man look at these huge mountains. Look at like yeah all this different type of like landscape and how wonderful and how beautiful it is. It just made me like in awe of God. I was just like this yeah, is amazing. This is yeah. Like wonderful. Like, this is this is proof of a creator. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just made me just like in awe and just like, man, like if God can make these wonderful mountains and He can make like all of this wonderful things, things that you really can't explain. And when we got there, that was like 
hot springs along the river. Yeah. And you step in it, and it was like literally like hot. You know, and you just start thinking like, and I know they have different places with with things like that, but when you you're like, how in the earth is just producing this at this part? And you're just like, how this? Like, yeah. who, who could do this besides a wonderful God? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I mean, and I love to travel, yeah. you know, and just just seeing different places, seeing different cultures, seeing, right. you know, how the people are. Right. But, yeah, I, I totally agree. Just Just seeing the beauty of creation, right. you know, and seeing different areas in the world and what God has done. Like, nobody could do that but God. And, it, and, it, and we not say it doesn't have a spiritual because it does. It makes you look back to when your heart is right. It makes you look back to God. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, this is all God. This <laughs> all wonderful. Like That's God. awesome, man. Yeah, you have. Um, before I let you get out of here, do you have any thought or what thought would you like to leave with our listeners and why? I would just say, you know, just kind of going back to what we said, just in all your ways, acknowledge God, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, if you, if you live your life, I, I have like, um, this, this one slogan for my family mm-hmm. is live a life that brings glory to God's name mm-hmm. and that brings honor to the bookman name. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if we do those two things, if you if you think about that every day, yeah, before you leave or before you go out, you'll be successful. We should all put that on a t-shirt. Like, <laughs> that means glory to God's name, and then you can just insert your own. Name. Yeah, insert your own name. Yeah, there you go. Insert, just insert your own name. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. But I do want to appreciate you for coming by, man. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you having, having me. I call you big brother outside of this. Uh, yeah, I'm a little old. It's all, it's we all both, good. We both, we both represent Team Dark Skin. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do want to thank you for coming by, man. I, I'm pretty sure people are going to love, love what they heard today. And uh, we're going to go ahead and start rolling the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.